All right, just like that, we are live, everybody. Welcome to another very special episode of Monday Monologues. Um, these, of course, if it's your first time joining us, a very special time for me to be able to bring hopefully some value to what you're doing here on Monday morning. Um, you know, the whole idea of this we started months back was just to hopefully provide you with some insights, some things that can hopefully positively impact your week. And today I'm talking about a topic that I am struggling with myself. And so what I want to do is I want to kind of bring you through some of the things that I am doing to overcome some of the anxiety that we're having lately, both personally, professionally within the business, because I think that a lot of you are going to be dealing with this, especially as we move into 2024. You may be looking at the 2023 goals and realizing, man, you know what? I didn't achieve what I wanted to there. Or possibly in 2024, how are you going to be able to achieve the goals that you've set for yourself or your team? So this time of year can present a lot of anxiety for entrepreneurs, leaders, managers, directors within companies, and even leaders within your family. Um, if you've got son or daughter and you're wondering, man, what kind of father or what kind of mother am I going to be here in the next couple of years? A lot of anxiety can present itself as we move our way into December here. And so I've dealt with this myself. Um, sometimes even earlier today, it's Sunday night right now as I film this here for you. And I felt a, a level of anxiety that made it even difficult for me to get some work done. And I'm going to go through some of the steps and some of the things I've been doing to overcome that anxiety and to make it better for me and honestly better for the people around me. Because one thing about anxiety is that it's not just going to affect you. It's going to affect the people that you work with or the people that work for you. It can affect your interpersonal relationships. And we're going to go into a little bit of the reasons why here. But the first thing I want to do is I want to tell you right off the bat something I think is going to bring a lot of value into your life. And that is this. When you start having anxiety, all right, what starts to happen there is your mind starts to race. All right, and you start to go from one thought to the next to the next. But they aren't what I would call parallel thoughts. They don't go like this, do they? They increase in the level of severity. And it's not in the right direction. It goes from one thing, then this could be happening a little bit worse, and then it gets a little bit worse, and it just starts going down like an avalanche in your head. And those thoughts are racing sometimes so fast that it makes it difficult to understand when to stop them. And sometimes that's what grips us with anxiety and the rest of the physical stuff we're going to talk about. But the question you're asking when you have anxiety is what could happen, right? All the things, all the things that could happen. But I want you to change that question immediately when you feel yourself and your mind start to race to what action can I take right now? What action can I take right now? Not what could happen, but what action can I take right now? Because the only way that you're going to lessen the severity of the anxiety in your life is by taking physical action towards doing something. Now, you may say, Patrick, well, what do you mean by taking physical action to do something? It means this. Let's just say I was having anxiety because there was a project for work that I was putting off. Now it is Sunday night and Monday that project is due. Obviously, the only way that that anxiety is going to go down is if I physically take action towards that project. There is no other way to lessen anxiety. And I think sometimes that's what paralyzes us is because we sit there and we go, all these things that could be done, but what needs to be done right now? What is the step? And sometimes, as I've said on the show before, it can be something so small. If you need to work on a project, it can seem a little bit daunting if you've waited to the last moment. Maybe you've got some, something you need to do with a team member, right? You have a disciplinary action needs to be taken against somebody. You've been putting that off for a while. 
Um, you have a meeting with a significant other. You need to talk about something that's important within your relationship, and you've constantly been putting it off. And that's what's giving you anxiety. When you think about the task of actually having the conversation, man, that right there can seem just so overwhelming, can it? When you think about that project that you haven't finished now that it's Sunday night, you might be thinking, man, I don't know how I'm ever going to get it done. But what it does take is you have to take one physical action to do it. Maybe that is as simple, and I mean this, as opening up the computer. Maybe perhaps it's just setting the time with your spouse or significant other to have that talk. You have to understand that you don't have to tackle it all. You don't have to eat it all in one bite. But you have to do something that gets the process started. Without doing something, nothing is going to happen with your anxiety. In fact, it's only going to continue that avalanche that we talked about earlier. So I really want you as you start your Monday morning, what is giving you anxiety right now? What in this world, what in your company, your interpersonal relationships, maybe something you're dealing with internally with yourself, what is giving you anxiety? Great, now that we've identified, don't go down that avalanche. Don't start thinking about everything that could go wrong, everything that has happened. We'll talk about that. But I want you to know this. What action, even if it is small, could you physically take with your mouth saying something, with your body, by going somewhere, by opening a computer, sending an email, setting a date, whatever it is, could you take to take a small step toward resolving this problem that is giving you anxiety and do it? Now, you may feel like, well, that's not going to solve it. Yes, but it's going to be a step in the right direction. It's not going to allow you to continue the avalanche like this. Now you start the process of moving it back down here. So I want you to take physical action by asking yourself the question, what do I need to make happen right now? And then I want you to go ahead and do that. The next thing I want you to understand about anxiety, okay, is I need you to understand this. You've got to change the self-talk that you give to yourself. Many of us right now, you've been telling yourself the same damn story, haven't you, for 20 years. I've talked about on this show that, you know, maybe when you were seven years old, you weren't good in math, and all of a sudden, you're now 27, and you still tell the world you're not any good at math. You know, I really had to think about this a little bit earlier today. Um, I was um, I was playing this game, you know, where you put the thing on your head like this, and uh, I, it was my turn to go around, and I put it off at first, and... It was just innocent game. with, And I thought to myself, the reason I don't want to do that is because I'm not any good at it. And then I thought to myself, why am I telling myself that story? It seems so crazy, a game like that. It's because maybe at some point I felt like I wasn't any good at it, and then I constantly had to tell myself that story. And now I've continued to, even into adulthood at 37 years old. These little things can play such a big toll in our life, can't they? And so what I want you to do is I want you to begin to change the story you tell yourself. And the only way you can do that is by what? Admitting the story that you tell yourself. That was a difficult one, a really weird one for me to have to admit to. But when I did, it didn't have the power over me. And so a lot of times, I can't tell you, I'll give you a good example. What I was going to say is a lot of times just by doing the activity that you believe you can't do because of the story you told yourself, what you find is that it's not nearly as scary or as daunting or as difficult as what you thought it was going to be. When I played basketball as a kid, I played pretty competitive basketball, high-level AAU, and there would constantly be teams I might look at in warm-ups, and I might think, man, these guys move faster, they're better, whatever it might be, and I was a good player. And I would get into the game, and about a quarter in, maybe not even that, a couple minutes, oh, these guys are just everybody else. 
I was rarely ever thinking, man, they've got something that I don't. And then it ended up being that way. I always was sitting there going, okay, I gave it too much credence. I put that story into my head and it wasn't actually true. So you must begin to stop the story you tell yourself and begin to tell yourself a different story about you. But the first step is identify that story and stop it immediately. You've got to identify it. It is so scary to identify the stories that we've begun to tell ourselves. And then to find out why am I even saying that? Stop giving that story and that narrative the power over you. Start telling yourself a different story is as simple as it is. Instead of saying, I'm not any good at math, saying, I'm very good. I'm proficient in this thing. I grew up out of that. I'm a smarter individual than I am right now. I want you to think what story you're telling yourself, which is probably why you're not doing the task at hand, which is giving you anxiety, which is why you need to take that physical action to make sure that it stops giving you the anxiety at the level that it does. The next thing I want to mention that both these two go together, okay? This is going to be a short episode, everybody. So I want you to stick with me here. What you need to do is... <laughs> I think that a lot of times anxiety gets a bad rap. And that's what I have written down here. It's got a bad rap, anxiety. Uh, this is going to be kind of a funny way to kind of roll into this. But when I would drink heavily, um, and I mean really heavily, let's say back in college, all right, and I would wake up and there'd be a day where maybe in the morning, I wouldn't feel like, I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Uh, I'm just, I'm hungover and everything. And then towards the day as it would continue, my anxiety would start to build. And I used to fight that a lot. I'd be like, oh, man, anxiety. Oh, now I'm having so much. I got this to do. I shouldn't have gone out drinking last night, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me offer you a different way to look at it because I used to really not like that. Instead, though, now the way that I look at that is, man, good thing I had anxiety back then. Good thing I really had that that kind of built inside because what it did is it forced me to take action and it forced me to do things in my life. I'm not saying anxiety is the greatest thing and that we should all walk around with it. But sometimes, sometimes, you no, know, I think you might look at yourself and realize I actually get things done because of the anxiety that I have. Now, when it becomes crippling or when it starts to affect your life and when it starts to not allow you to think as clearly as what you should, yes, there's an anxiety and there's a problem right there. But I think we negatively give this, this connotation. We, just, we put negativity around anxiety far too quickly. You know, thank God I actually got some anxiety back then. And sometimes the anxiety that you have is forcing you to do things in your life because you got a little bit of fear in you right there. So it can be a positive thing. Now, I want to ask you this, okay, because we're going to last two things right here because I really want to just keep this short about anxiety. So hopefully it gives you some things here on your way into work that you can change right now. What is the desire? What is anxiety caused by? And here's what I want you to think about, all right? Is Are you not doing something? Is it some kind of delayed action that you know you should be doing? Because if there is, if there's something that's delayed that you've put off, oftentimes that is what is going to give you the anxiety that you're having to deal with right now. And that is why earlier I said that you need to change for what could happen to what do I need to make happen right now? Because by putting that off, you've given yourself a level of anxiety that comes with the unsurety. Is that the word I'm looking for? But you're unsure about what the outcome is going to be now. I'll tell you, if you would do that project on Saturday instead of waiting till Sunday, I'm sure you know what the outcome of that would be. But by putting that project off until Sunday, by making sure that, hey, listen, you haven't given yourself enough time, what you've done is you've said, you know what, now I'm not giving this outcome the surety that it deserves, even though I'm capable of doing exactly what I said I was going to do. And therefore, you've got the anxiety of everything starts to crumble and everything starts to go downhill. So I need you to look at that and you need to say, what am I delaying right now? Because of the story that I've told myself, 
right? The narrative that you begin to push about yourself. And then what you need to do is bring that down by taking physical action towards that, which you know you're supposed to do right now. Because the only reason you're delaying it is because of the story that you've told yourself about you. You told yourself you're not good enough. You told yourself it's not, you know, it's it's too difficult. You told yourself I'm not, it's not going to turn out like I want it to. You've already put the ending on the task at hand without actually putting in the effort and you need to take physical action towards doing it right now. And the last thing I want to say is this, okay? Again, I wanted to keep this episode very short because I wanted to keep it into the things that you can identify about yourself right now on your way to work and then hopefully take physical action to stop that anxiety in your life. But I want you to think about something the next time you do have anxiety because when it does cripple you, it's a terrible feeling. You're not able to think as clearly. You're not able to think as quickly. You make mistakes. And we think during that time, it has nothing to do with our physical. It has to do with our mental. But just as you have to take physical action to lessen the anxiety, there are things you can do with your body that are going to allow you to think more clearly so that you can identify that one thing that you need to do right now. And let me give you an example. When you do have anxiety, everybody, I want you to understand that your breath is going to become very shallow. You're going to come breath, come shallow, and what's going to happen is you start to breathe right here through your chest. By doing that, the muscles are going to tense up. That means blood flow is going to tense up, and you're not going to be thinking about things as quickly. It's, it's where you have a lot of the heart problems, arteries, everything. I'm not a doctor, everybody, but we can imagine that when you're tense, that's not going to be your best time to think. So how then do you begin to get that blood flow and think more clearly? It all comes with belly breathing. Now, I know this sounds like it's going to be cheesy, but I hope that you will try it. Now, it doesn't have to be something you do every day, but I oftentimes will do this on my way into work. And all it takes is deep breaths through your stomach. So if you're breathing deep through there and you take 10 quick, deep breaths through your stomach and you focus on that breathing, it's a form of meditation that you will have a positive impact on the way that you think. You breathe in 10 times just to start a while with. You want to get up to that 25, 30 mark. But by breathing and focusing on something other than the problem or other than what gives you anxiety, you're going to come back from that in a relaxed state. And innocently, I'm telling you what will happen. The solution and what you need to do right now will present itself. So I want you to try that. If you're looking for an immediate solution, if you can't do it in front of the colleagues or work and you're having that, you can step into the bathroom, step outside, walk out to your vehicle if you have that luxury to do that. And you take that deep breath and you breathe from the diaphragm down here deep. You may even feel a little bit lightheaded, but you focus on that breathing. It takes your it takes your focus off of the anxiety, off of the avalanche of things that are going to go happen. And you can more easily focus on what you need to do right now to take physical action to the step that's going to do the thing that you've been putting off because of the narrative and the story that you've told yourself. That's how you begin to shape and change how you're looking at the world and how anxiety has its effect on you. Now, like I said, I wanted to keep this one short, everybody, because I really want you to take a physical action right now. I just want you to be thinking about what am I going to do right now, right now as I listen to this, the thing that's been bothering me, the thing that's between my ears, every time when I hit the pillow, I've been putting it off for a week, a month, a year, whatever it might be, take the action today to lessen that anxiety for yourself. You deserve that, okay? and change that narrative. You are good enough. You will complete the task and it will turn out well. I know it. Now, if you like this kind of stuff, everybody, please like the button, click subscribe, comment. We always like to hear from you what you like, what you don't like, things you think we might've missed or things you think we got right here. Um, like I said, these Monday morning episodes are extremely special to me. I'm sorry this one's a little bit short, but for a reason, I really wanted to be poignant with this so that hopefully 
you can take immediate action in your life if I haven't said that enough already. I look forward to hearing from y'all, and I look forward to talking to you next Monday here on these Monday Monologues. Have a great week ahead, and I'll talk to you next week. 